<laughs> I got a weird thing for mermaids and their tails. So. No, that's green. Yeah, well, that supposedly. Yeah. Is that like borderline bestiality? Yeah, that keyword point, on the or? man. Fantasy <laughs> bestiality. Mm. Well, I mean, you must watch some weird porn. No, hey, hey, what were we talking about on Monday, dude? It was like fan, fan fiction. Fan fiction. Fan fiction. Like the volume. Can I get a little more headphone with that? Is that what it is? Uh, no? That maybe it's gonna be on Louis' end. I'm not too uh, sure. What happened? Oh yeah, you could turn up the volume oh, right there, bro. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's for your headphones. Right. Yeah, this one's Just huge. follow the cable to yeah, good, to your headphone. Good. Perfect. All right, now I feel like I know you guys. You wouldn't be so fucking deaf if you didn't play oh, your drum so loud. Well, I mean, shit, been drumming a long time. <laughs> your, yours is low so too, bridge. It was a little bit, but now I'm good. Cool. He's way more deaf than me. Shit. He's also got. I don't need. We're all on the same level. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We're all fucked in the ears, basically. Did you you guys do anything fun yesterday for four twenty? Um. Dude, honestly, this is the first time I've taken a weed break in a long time. What? Yeah. No, I haven't smoked in like two weeks or something like that, just because I'm trying to save up some money, trying to get you know get everything tight. And yeah, you couldn't even get like a smoke off of a friend or something. Like I could have, but dude, honestly, I work, I get tired, I chill, and then I freaking end up sitting at home trying to put my son to bed. You know, normally I'm a post put the kid to bed smoker. That's my deal. You know, and I just said this year, dude. Not going out of my way. Plus, a little somebody over here couldn't get a hold of me. So. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You could have called me, bro. I always call you. I was smoking blunts. Shit. <laughs> That's probably that why I couldn't get a hold of him. smoking blunts. Shit, I was there, dog. <laughs> but anyways, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Kicking Podcast. Bitch, we're alive. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, dog. Hey, hey. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Surprise. Uh, yeah, it's another fucking Wednesday. We're out here with DJ and Corey Riojas we're from Ever Loving Comedy. Dude, thank you guys so much for coming through. Yeah, I'm glad to be us. here, man. Yeah, the fucking channel room the last time I saw you guys. I mean, I saw you this fucking weekend, but I saw you at the at the last comedy show, bro. Dude, that shit was off the hook, by the way, man. Thank you. That shit was funny, bro. I fucking told Bruce Lee, we got to go check shit out. He didn't even want to go at the beginning. We did. We did not. We just popped out of nowhere and shit. They're like, I just paid, just paid the toll. I was like, all right, bet. Mm-hmm. We got, then we got loked out real quick, got high in the front that we just right there. <laughs> Next thing you know, the jokes are popping up. I was cracking up left to right. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I'm glad you guys came through, man. It's just, it's something so fun to do. And it's crazy the last, ever since we had to start charging, basically, like when we had to close down and reopen after COVID, we started charging, you know, because we had to keep a capacity, you know, had to shirk down to like less than a quarter of what the place can actually hold. Definitely. And it's been selling out. And it's to the point where I have to slowly start eking up that price just because I know it's going to sell out. I know it's going to sell out. And it's business. You know, that's what yeah. you gotta do. Yeah, that, that's sick, man. Congrats for, for you guys. It's like, Next level approach to the comedy thing, but do you guys get nervous at all before you go and perform? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys double think a couple of jokes or rewrite them, or yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm going up. I've been doing comedy for like five or six years, and I don't necessarily get like nervous anymore. But it's more like, okay, I wanted I want to step it up. How can I do it different, or how can I keep it fresh, or like you know, what like like how can I be in my skin and just like make it authentic you know because sometimes you tell a joke and it gets a little dry gets a little old maybe you change a little bit it doesn't vibe as well and people can feel that absolutely man i still get nervous a little bit it's like but it's also it's all in my head you can't you can't notice it well he can notice it you can't notice it 
but also like it's it's one of those crazy things that like I saw him work to a point to where that just melts away and that's the comfort level of when you're like getting into the next regular level of telling jokes to people you know yeah once you get some of that experience it's just like all right it's not it's not too bad you know it's just getting past like that first like fright you know that that fear of being on stage and like i'm pretty sure it's pretty similar to like comedians and musicians where you get up there like damn are they gonna are they gonna like this are they gonna like the song are they gonna like the jokes you know uh but dude how, how long have you been doing ever loving comedy itself uh, about three and a half years or so, right about because I um, basically when my kid came, it was pretty much impossible for me to get down to San Diego and do the open mics and stay relevant to stay a part of the scene. And so I reached out to a comic who's, you know, years ahead of me. And he's like, have you ever considered running your own show? And I was like, not at all. Right. And three and a half years later, I, I'm actually, you know, I was just telling Victor, I got a weekly show opening up um, uh, 600 block of Mission at mm. Coomber Craft Wines now. It's going to oh, be a weekly okay. show. So it's finally to the point where nice. some, some Fetty is coming in. So it's nice. Hell yeah. Dude, congrats nice. on that, bro. So how did you go about like getting all these comedians and, and bringing that? Like what made you decide to even, you know, start hosting the shows? Uh, just necessity for the hosting. Um, well, actually, no, um, it kind of got thrown at me one time. Somebody's like, Oh, like, can you just host real quick? And I, I just never really thought twice about it, I guess. Um, but you know, just wanting to stay relevant, not wanting to fall out of the scene, you know, a lot of times, like whether it's music or it's comedy or it's art, you know, you get to these points where you just start dipping and you feel yourself pulling away, you know, you feel distance. And I was like, no, I'm not fucking doing it. So then I talked to that other comic. His name is Zoltan. And he, you know, gave me his two cents. And I was like, okay, fucking put up or shut up, you know? And uh, we started an open mic. DJ and I did an open mic for a while. Yeah. I started hosting the open mic. Um, but really the comics, meeting the comics is just from being in the scene, you know? Because I was every week, multiple times a week, multiple mics a night, you know, trying to get good, trying to learn. And you just get to know people. You start to get a little bit of respect. You start to learn who to respect, who doesn't have respect. Mm-hmm. And that's, I pride myself on my booking. You know, I don't put somebody up who's not funny. I took a chance two times in three and a half years. I recredited it both times. So I don't take a chance anymore, you know? And I can't say enough that our show relies is on the backbone of his booking, on His ability to like befriend and bring through all the, all the comedians that you guys see. He, this guy makes it happen right here. Thanks, dude. Uh, hey, we got uh, our boy Jerry from Somerton, Arizona, saying what's up. And uh, he he left a joke. He's like, "I was I'm so poor. I was so poor that one day I left the car open and someone installed the radio for me." Hey. <laughs> Damn, homie! <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, right. Tell him to tell him to install AC next time. Yeah, right. Hey, <laughs> do you guys remember the first show you guys did together? Uh, yeah, well, the first actual book show, yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to remember, but damn. I, I remember the first open mic we did better because, like, freaking, I think, like. Yeah, the, no, the first time he, he calls me and he's like, yo, I'm about to run this show and I don't have this piece of gear, this sound gear. And I'm like, oh, I was like, I got that. I'll be there in 20 minutes. Yeah. Showed up, set it up, saved the day. Basically hey, bailed basically me out. Yeah, pretty much. It would have just been people yelling, <laughs> telling their jokes and yelling. But set it up, and then that was, the rest is history, man. Yeah, dude. No, it, and and I can't say enough about DJ's sound and and just. 
being on point with the sound because a lot of times you'll go to a show and it's just a PA with a mic, no level check, nobody adjusting the sound. And you'll have somebody, hey, I've got this joke. I'm going to tell you this joke, guys. And then the next dude comes out, hey, everybody, what's up? You know, and it's super loud. It's in your face and nobody checks that level. With DJ on my back, it's never been a problem. And that makes a huge difference in your production quality. And a lot of people, if you want to go somewhere, what what's what's the phrase? If, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with a team. And this is my team right here. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. Hey, Corey Bergman is saying, what's up, guys? Thank you for tuning in, Corey. We yeah. miss you, bro. He's one of our favorite fans. Dude, he actually did a uh a meme bro i haven't posted it yet but i'm, I'm gonna post it tomorrow oh nice <laughs> <He shot laughs> yeah, meme. Down. Uh, <laughs> no but it is true how you say you know having someone that's running the sound dude just because we've we've had the same thing where we're hosting the event like even at like at ovc and no there's, there's a rapper that'll be up here and like you know he, he perfect microphone but then the other person would have it like down oh, here and you can't really hear it so you gotta like fuck with the volume it, it is a roller coaster every time man everybody's different everybody's closer or further yeah. to their mic or people know how to use it people don't know how to use it people have different voices different loud voices and soft voices like he said it's like mm. it's all i've got caught with my pants down before man you gotta fucking be there <laughs> Dude, yeah and then not to mention people bailing early on their set if they're bombing you know that's oh, the one man. thing oh what you, you've had people just walk off stage yeah and yeah, i want... you've got people down to minutes and then dude was supposed to do what 10 minutes 10 minutes he bailed on five and it's a good friend of ours still to this day so we're not going to drop any names but basically somebody we we know and trust was just having a day you know even talked to me afterwards like i'm sorry dude i was off whatever we were nowhere near the stage at that time he was like he was like the four minutes and i I hear hey thanks for having me and i'm on the other side of the brewery like oh yeah run in mm-hmm. you'd never seen you didn't expect him to be that fast basically yeah. yeah yeah how many people have dropped out of like we are like go cut their set short when you guys are doing the shows too many right no, i think that's pretty much the one time yeah we've uh, been pretty lucky i think it's yeah. only happened maybe twice no that's good yeah. at least by that much of a difference than what they were supposed to do sometimes people will be like, Drop cut, a like maybe a minute somewhere or, but this was like just cut his deal in half yeah, <laughs> you guys had people get booed on stage while performing. Yeah, no, no, not really, oh, no. that's nice. You either just get laughs or miss laughs. Yeah. Don't get laughs, you know. North County is pretty friendly, honestly. We like since we kind of have a mixed bag. It's not full blue area. It's not full red area. It's not like be- telling jokes in the south and you're gonna piss off some religious types. You know, like people come to laugh, and so as long as you're up there and you're selling it and you're really giving it, people have been super kind to our comedians. And more than anything, it's just like the drunk people who can't keep, you know, they just can't keep their mouth shut. You know, <laughs> They're so, like, I think I'm funny, too. And, and we have a great crowd at OBC, man, where we run it. The Otisai Brewing come on. All, all our fucking regulars there. All our all the friends that come in. Like, mm, Shout out to Tomas, owner of OBC. Yeah. Got him right here. Yep. Repping. Yeah, man. No, it's funny, man. We went to the last show. We were just chilling. I was chilling with DJ at the in the little sound booth. He's like, "Why don't you guys go sit in the front?" I was like, "Nah, bro, I'm good. I don't want to make you get fun of." He's like, "Oh, don't worry, man. I I got a way. I don't know. You're gonna go sit over there." <laughs> and I was like, "All right, bro, whatever, dog." And then like halfway through the show, he's like, "Hey, the the front seats are still open. Oh, Whoever yeah. gets it, get some beer. We'll get like, four Boom. beer tickets. <laughs> yeah, I got one." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, damn it, he meant four. 
yeah. and one of each. Yeah, I thought it was like four each. That's why I ran off there. But I'm not gonna like, lie, I thought it was four each, where I got lied. <laughs> I tricked myself. Well, well, we were trying to get you a, a hookup on a bottle from our sponsor, Trust Me, but well, that's not legal there. So yeah, yeah. We, we had to settle for a beer. I feel yeah. it. It was still good though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the beer, the free beer is still a come up, dude. Yeah, and yeah. that's oh, a great you. way to get people at the front of the stage. I, I've never thought about we'll that. I run that again. That was, uh, that yeah, was definitely that's, that's crafty. Yeah. Keeping yeah. people in the front mm-hmm. row, it really it ups the vibe, you know, because the connection, like as a comic, when you're up there. You know, I don't know when you when you rhyme or when you rap, you know, like just to have somebody to connect with, you know, and like when your jokes hit, it's cool if somebody in the back's like, <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> but like, you know, if, if somebody up front and you can see them like tearing up because you got them, you know, and then it's a, like a wave, you know, like it somebody cracks, another person cracks. And then that asshole in the back who's like this finally, is like, <laughs> You know, then he finally laughs, and then you get the whole room going, and then next comic, bang, next comic, bang, you know? And then usually we'll have one curveball in the show, right. <laughs> you know? We'll one curveball that we bring, like, an alt comic or somebody weird. But that's part of the fun, man. Yeah. Did you say odd comic? Like, like just some random-ass weird dude? Yeah, yeah. Like, we got, I mean, fuck, what's his name? Uh, Dakota Freeman, actually. He's fucking hilarious. I've only had him out once. I should call him again. But he basically is just odd, man. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it, you know? But, like, if you have, like, a traditional, like, energy guy, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, you're Kevin Hart, like, what's up, man? Let's do this, you know, that kind of comic. Mm-hmm. And then you have the the pandering, like, I went down the street and I saw that, you know, like that kind of like slow pandering, dead Like, uh, what's that, what's that dude? Uh, is it Steven Wright? Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah, one of the greats. Dude, that guy is funny, bro. He, like, just deadpan. So Just dead. be talking. Yeah. But the, yeah. Sh- the, he's, the shit he says <clears throat> is so funny, bro. Yeah. Couple gets down, bro. It's really hard to, to, I don't know. So one thing I try to do with the booking is have variety, right? But everybody has to be quality in whatever they bring. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's all I care about is do you bring quality? you know so you can be weird you can be high energy you can be low energy you can be dark you can be blue you can be clean but as long as people fucking laugh that's what they paid the ticket for yeah true anybody brings props or anything like that not yet no no no. okay it's French, uh, what is his name? Oh, French accent, French yeah. Accent. Oh, yeah. accents, okay. Yeah, no, there's this guy named French accent, is like his stage name, right? And he plays an accordion the whole time, and it's mostly crowd work, like, he doesn't yeah, necessarily he have like long bits and tell stories, like, slapstick one liners with, with yeah, like, he might as well have a fucking yeah. slide whistle, yeah. you know, but like, <laughs> dude, dude, it's classic though, he dude, just, he kills it, yeah. We actually, he had he headlined one of yeah he headlined uh one of our shows and we got him shortly after he was on america's got talent so that was cool you know to get somebody who was really working and really trying and really trying to push for a career in comedy you know and then after that i was just like okay let's be open you know let's whoever can who who can game who's got game you know and that was just like he's he's got game eh, a little weird on facebook but other than that he's a really cool dude, <laughs> dude it's great though man. yeah had me laughing, man. Some of his one-liners were too good. What was what was one of your favorite one-liners? Dude, one? I don't even remember because it's been so long. Yeah. When was the last time he was on there? That means we got to call him. Yeah. We got to get him back. Yeah. No, that's the... Uh... French accent, if you're out there, bro. We yeah. need you. If you're watching on Twitch, dude. <laughs> Hit him up. Bring your van. 
Whoa. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Carry on, bro. Dude, he's a really funny guy. He he travels in a, uh, like, a Rialta, like, motorhome or whatever. So, like, he's hitting it hard. He'll be anywhere in a day, dude. He's like a street pirate. Yeah, you book him on the East Coast, and he's out in Colorado. He'll be there in two days, dude, and he'll do a show. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Oh shit! Damn, that that's commitment, bro. But he fucking loves it. Yeah, yeah, it really is commitment, and that's that's the thing. That's why I started the show because I was committed. You know, I didn't want to give up on my dream to be a part of this. You know, it's like entertaining. Like Jim Carrey said something like, um, "You know, it's really just about like easing the suffering of people for that one moment when they're watching you on stage and they forget about the argument they had with their wife or how hard it is to be a parent or the fact that they're lonely or whatever it is and they're just laughing that's what comedy's about dude yeah yeah I, yeah I, I agree with that you know there's yeah. a lot of those, like jokes that they the comedians say it's a lot of stuff that was like personal stories or personal you know whatever it was and you, they find a way to make fun of it but it's just like damn that guy really went through that shit and now he's over here smiling and laughing at it. And that's yeah. one of the things I love about comedy, Rose. Just like some dark topics, like they they, they get into, man. Yeah. This shit is crazy. But with that said, what is like what what is your guys' approach to way the the way you guys write your comedy or approach it? <laughs> um, being dirty men and trying not to be dirty men <laughs> you know like 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 a lot yeah. of okay so a lot of my comedy has to do with like past relationships and like the way that i view stuff so like i i don't know a lot of my friends think i have like adhd or whatever because it's like squirrel you know like you just hard to freaking focus and so if i'm in a really <laughs> see yeah so it's like uh relationships that i was in that really hurt you know what i mean I needed to go to work that day, right? So I need to find a way to fucking think about this that isn't like, holy shit, how am I going to get through this? So like, uh, you know, I just find a way to crack a joke about it. You know, I find something funny about it. You know, I find it's not it's not like toxic positivity where they're like, oh, it's all good. It's all good because it's not, right? But you can find the good in it. And so that's like my idea is like, I'll take something fucked up. You know, like like I hated... I just like was swearing off women. I was considering being one of those red pill movement kind of people or whatever. Oh, okay. I, th- I thought you were going to say gay. Yeah. No, no. Hey. <laughs> hey. no. <laughs> but, but, uh, but, uh, you know, so I have this one dumbass joke, but it was basically because I was like getting sick of dating. I was getting sick of relationships. And, um, and it's like, I think women are beautiful in the same way that brightly colored frogs are in the rainforest. You know, they're, they're awesome to look at. They're interesting once you get to know them. But in the end, you always regret putting your mouth on him. You know? <laughs> and so it's just like like that, you know, it's like it's clever. It's not a big punch, but that's like you string a few of those together and then you get to your big freaking thing. And before you know it, everybody's having a good time. You're having a good time making them have a good time. What about you, DJ? Uh, yeah, I'd say that. Like, uh, basically, <laughs> what he said. <laughs> no, no. But like, basically, what's ever on my mind at the moment that I can't stop thinking about, I just start writing jokes about it. You know, like, like last week I've been talking to this chick, and like, like last week she shaved her head out of nowhere, right? Oh, damn. Uh, so, so what's her rating now? I've been there before. And I was like, dang. I was like, how do I feel about that? It's like you know, like I want an independent woman, but 
I don't want to see what's on her mind. Yeah. 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 And then I start writing, you know, as many jokes as I could think of about that, you know. And then uh, eventually I realized, you know, like, are the drapes, do the drapes match the curtains? Yeah. And I'm back in. (laughs) (laughs) But can you ask a question when there is no drapes? You know, like, well, you got to ask yeah, their, they're, their they're, age at that point. <laughs> <laughs> they need to go blacklight for their ID, bro. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, no, DJ, the thing about you is you have these great freaking, like, moments when you tell jokes and stuff. And that's why it's funny because, like, DJ is more reserved, you know, like, he likes to write and write and write. And then he'll, like, perform them every once in a while, just little spats, little open mic spots, things like that. And then. <sighs> I don't know. It's just funny. There's going to be more. There's more to come. I'm going to keep kicking you in the ass until you get up there. <laughs> it's going to happen more. Yeah. Possibly on our show soon. No promises. Yeah. Now uh, you got to tell the Dirt McGirt stories about Will. Oh, man. <laughs> not if not since you just told his name. Oh, James. <laughs> about James. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, no, but that's a, that's a great point, too. I mean, just because at this point, we've been through so many things in our lives and like, Oh man, I could get up there and just storytell for out if I wanted to, you know. Mm-hmm. So there, there's a choice of deciding, like, all right, do I storytell my whole set, or do I do stuff that was fictional that I came up with, or just things I'm thinking about, or kind of what my favorite thing to think about is like you can take something that you live through and fictionalize it and kind of make it more more than what actually happened to you in the end. And make it a, a greater story than it was. That's what a lot so, of things... so like how fictionalized, like like cartoony or like no, novel-y? no, like like say like something happened with some girls that was funny and like, but it wasn't the outcome that should happen. But if this would have happened, it would have been funnier. Yeah, you can make that your stand up and get mm. up there and say that. You mm. know, I got you. Yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing. You can always take it to the next level that you thought it was going to go to and it didn't go to that. Mm-hmm. But you can take a real situation and do that because you have the writing privilege of doing that. Okay. Gotcha. Which nobody really knows, you know? Yeah. DJ is one of the people in my life that kind of helped me kind of have like the permission to do that. Cause I was always so literal. I'm like, if I, if it doesn't resonate with me and I can't sell it, how am I going to say this joke? And he was like, you're stupid. Yeah. You can always do that, man. Man, but it's not always worth doing that. Sometimes a story by itself, how it was, is just as good, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, when, when's your guys' uh, next stand up show right there at OBC? It's gonna be Saturday, this, this upcoming Saturday, this yeah, Saturday, yeah. April 24th at Oceanside Brewing Company. Doors are at seven. The Eventbrite, get on Eventbrite and just look up Ever Loving Comedy Night. We're gonna be the first thing to pop up. Hey, we still do have some tickets available. But if you wait till the last day, you're probably going to miss out. That's what it is. I'm always stressed, and I'm like, I want to sell out. And then morning of, boom, they're gone. So if you want them, Everloving Comedy Night. We're at Oceanside Brewing Company this Saturday. Doors are at 7. Get your tickets now. <laughs> I learned my lesson the hard way last time. Uh, yeah. I, I'm gonna take a pause, but I, I was promised blunts, dude. So I'm kind of yeah, like, you want me to start working on that yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, right. we, we don't censor anything here. So All right, you good? Cool. Just blur this me isn't out. Russia. Blur me out, dog. <laughs> this is as long as you don't start popping cheeks, you know. I mean, maybe, maybe once we can afford that technology, yeah, we'll blur shit out. But for yeah. now, it's just this is this, this is it, man. 
is the kicker podcast. Well, I gotta say, I I respect you guys for having such a legit setup over here. I was really like Thank thinking, you. I was thinking we're gonna be in the fucking apartment complex over here, dude. <laughs> I was like, I parked over there, and when we went to go get beers, DJ's like, why the fuck did you park so far away? I'm like, like, eight blocks. How did I know they had a fucking <laughs> office? <laughs> <laughs> This guy was like, I'm right there. I'm like, dude, we're going to be late because you parked on the other side. Of the <laughs> yeah. He basically parked at 7-Eleven, and we walked there and then drove back. <laughs> Wait, so you guys are parked down the street? Uh, not anymore. <laughs> I learned my lesson. You guys are on the level. I know where to go now. I'm like, why not use maps? And he's like, no. Like, Come on, dude. Work yeah. with me here. Yeah. Man, hey. that's... Michael Stone Drum says, shout out to Corey. Oh, hell yeah, Mike. Yeah. That dude is a phenomenal drummer. You should check him out on Twitch. Um, he, he live streams, um, and he does his, he has a sick setup and all sorts of stuff, but just fantastic music. If you're a music junkie, check up Michael Stone Drums, and, uh, and he plays with local bands and does projects like that. Thanks for tuning in, dude. Yeah. Shit, but what the fuck were we talking about? How you parked down? Oh uh, yeah, how you parked down <laughs> fucking far? And these fools just walk like half a mile, dude. It's, it's just because it's fucking mile. DJ's short ass legs. He thinks it's far. Well, dude. <laughs> hey, no, no, but now you know, man. We we definitely have some parking spaces right here at at the entry of the fucking office. I still so get feel, com- free, feel I, free to use them. I still get comments saying like, "Who's house do you guys do the show at?" Yeah. The fuck? <laughs> it used to it used to be Louis Garage. Yeah, no more. To everybody, to everybody watching right now and tuning in or listening right now, they are so on the level. I rolled in. They offered me a beverage. They wanted to make sure that I got here okay. And then I go and get beer and come back, and they're offering me fried chicken. And they're trying to feed me like I, like I just finished church with them. It's like, Jesus. That's how we do it, bro. We gotta do it right. Yeah, this is the Kick It podcast, dude. Yeah. Respect, dude. Thank Thanks you, for having man. us out, man. Appreciate sure, it, man. Thanks for showing out. <laughs> uh, Michael Stone Drums saying I'm a comedy junkie too. Junkie too. I just wish I was funny. <laughs> dude, that's all of us, bro. Everyone yeah. has their moments, right? Oh, he he does. He does. It's the things that we say. Uh, we're both we both work our day job in the pool industry, and there are more than enough ass hats in that that we can just talk shit about. So. Respect, <laughs> respect. <laughs> oh man! So, what would you say? What, what were some of your guys' favorite comedians? You know, in, in oh, general? we already talked about Stephen Wright. <laughs> he was an inspiration uh, with musical comedy. Stephen Lynch. Um, if you guys haven't looked up Stephen Lynch, yeah, he's, he's fucking hilarious. He just cracks me up. And then it really runs the gambit. Even like pretty different style like uh tommy davidson i think is one of the most underrated he was a host of premium blend he was an actor in the 90s he did a lot of really funny stuff but his high energy i just laughed my ass off he had this fucking bit one time about elton john and how one of his songs doesn't make any fucking sense and sounds a little pedo (laughs) and i was just like fucking a kid myself like oh god like didn't even realize what he's talking about but it was laughing my ass off um and then of course you know you have the older like richard pryor eddie murphy's um I had an aunt, my aunt Cecilia, shout out to aunt sis. Um, and she let me stay up and watch like Eddie Murphy delirious and all these yeah. things. And I was like 11 or 12. And she's like, you're not my kid. You can watch whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> so, is, is that same approach to where like, they just feed the kids candy and just send them back with the parents all hyper and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you learn that word? TV. <laughs> TV. Richard Pryor. That's where I learned that word. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then uh, Robin Williams. Uh, yeah, I love, yeah. Like you know, he's not he's no, more known as an actor, but like his comedy is really good. Stand up's amazing. amazing, but he's one of those people that was so influential. I had a fucking dream that I got to meet him, and it was like. It's not even a real experience, but it's one of my most meaningful life experiences. I've ever had, dude. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. I had a dream with Whoopi Goldberg like that. That was fucking crazy. With or without eyebrows? With. Mm. Now was it was she a nun? No. No? Was there a but sex I... tape involved? No, oh. no, no. no. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Was there dog? No, it was a weird dream because we did acid in the in the dream. Oh, you told me oh, about that. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I'll never forget it because, like, when I saw her, I was like, whoopee. Like, from the second I saw it, I was like, that's Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she, she, I, was, I was like, what's up? And she's like, I got this acid. Let's go get it. And we go walk into like a fucking, like a grocery store, like a CVS or a Rite Aid or some shit, right? Sounds about right. Walk down, like, <laughs> walk down aisle six. I'll never forget it. She pulls out like a pre made muffin mix box. And then pulls the acid out of the muffin mix. <laughs> and then we proceeded to do the acid and drive around in her VW bug. <laughs> she would. She would have it. <laughs> Dreams, man. I don't know. No, dude, I got this idea. And it's not, it's not like a joke. It's like a general idea. That like life, no matter where you're at in life, can pretty much be summed up in either Sister Act 1 or Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. Because sometimes you're the damsel in distress who just needs a place to hide. And other times you're the mature old soul trying to push other people towards their dream and their true potential, you know? So it's either the victim or the mentor. The entirety of life's experience can be summed up between two sister act movies. If you really you, you're smoke my enough. Act too, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, man. What about you, DJ? What are some of your favorite comedians? Oh, man. All right. Um, I mean, Dave Chappelle, obviously, is my Hell favorite yeah. all around. I can never deny that. Um, I was lucky enough to see him. When I saw him, it was in uh, Irvine, though. And it was the day after a Floyd Mayweather fight, right? Mm. So he came in. He, like, flew in. He, I think he was, like, late, too. And fucking... Um, he, he was, like, just fucking hungover wasn't even doing a real set it was kind of fucked up because he was just like just whatever he was like he just had a night yeah, he, no, he big leagued all of us he was like yo like i'm sorry guys i'm not all completely here right now oh, I, yeah. I was partying with with floyd or with mayweather fight all night God, i was at dude. the after party in vegas and now i'm here in fucking anaheim I was like, son of a bitch <laughs> you guys ever have a night somebody tells you about that you almost went to and then you fucking didn't and then they tell you Dave Chappelle fucking showed up. That was my night. I was supposed to be there and I fucking backed out because I didn't want to. I, I was being a bitch and I was mothering out with the lady. So you were going to go to the Mayweather fight? No, I was no to, the, to, the, to the show. show. Oh, oh gotcha. dude. I just but, about cried when you told me Chappelle showed right? up. Right. <laughs> but no, I, I love his, his stand up's amazing. He's fuck the best ever to me. Um, I also really like uh, Chris Rock. Bigger, bigger and blacker. Oh I yeah, I've had that CD on big piece of chicken on loop, man. We on all my road trips as a kid and shit. We'd be like listening to that shit, just fucking cracking up, dude. And then let's see, my actually my favorite outside of them too is Patrice O'Neal, man. Ooh, oh fuck, dude, yeah, yeah. Love that, dude, yeah. Seriously, one of the dude, we could not fuck, say he's my favorite. We could use Patrice O'Neal right now, bro. 
Dude, the world. Dude, that guy would make so I, much sense of everything and break it down. Guy, it's it's just like sometimes it's like, did he even fucking think of these jokes, or is he just up there just shooting the shit? Dude, <laughs> like, straight up. Dude. He's so good at either way. It's fucking amazing, dude. Yeah. And there's some of the stories other comics tell about him, dude. It's just like fuck, like Jeez. not even to not even to like watch his set live. Like you know, we got lucky enough to see some of the specials he made. But just to like be in the room with somebody who sounds like they're that fucking funny from like you know second hand, dude. God, yeah. Fuck, dude, dude the the episodes he did with Opie and Anthony, all those are they're all on YouTube. Whoever wants to look at them, dude. There's like so much content of him like out there, and watching him like hearing him with the Opie and Anthony, it was fucking great. That guy would just, oh man, he would just get into that mode. And all right, just, so Louis, this is a one-on-one conversation that we're all have headphones on for. Between the three of you guys, you, Victor, and Bruce, who is the best shit talker? Oh, damn, that's difficult. <laughs> we gave each other pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're, all, we're all pretty experienced. Uh, I don't know. I would say maybe Louis, just because his, his sarcasm is pretty good. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, see, well, I think it's Bruce's because this is just, like, direct. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, the way he says it, it's just. It just gets you. you it's, need it's, it's like earlier when I went to go get a full more bur- full metal burger at with with Tavo. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> how he said how you know like he made breakfast and then he had somebody come along. I'm like, oh, so you she? Oh, you gave her that continental breakfast special, huh? <laughs> Man, see, he's on top, sausage in the bottom. Huh? <laughs> so, uh, over my hand, Yeah. Just gave me that look like, oh, this motherfucker. (laughs) The girl cooking in the bag, making the burger. She's like, (laughs) this fucking guy. (laughs) Every every good friends group has some good shit talk. Honestly. Uh yeah. No, yeah, it's just you just you just know like how to like get them, you know, like just just get that look like fuck. You got me. That's one reason why DJ and I have been friends for so fucking long, dude. Ever since we were fucking driving van, driving minivans together. Inside joke, but anyways, <laughs> no, like, it's okay. We used to drive minivans too, bro. No, he told he just tells me like it is, dude. Ever since I was young, dude, I used to be the fucking like straight up like I always listen to like heavy music, but I would dress emo because I knew I'd get girls. And he would tell me straight, "What the fuck are you doing, dude?" And I'm like, "You're just jealous because you can't fit into a size seven, you know?" Like, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, guys don't have number size pants, bro. Yeah, yeah, no, it's just, but he, he talks shit and it keeps you on your toes, dude. And every good friend, you know, I needs to rib you a little bit, just you know, like let you know you're not perfect, let you know that they're fucking actually watching you, you know. Because if somebody's like, yeah, bro, that's fucked up, I'm totally on your side. It's like, don't take that guy's advice. You know, like be like somebody like you're complaining about your girl or whatever to them, and they'd be like, yeah, I mean that's pretty fucked up, but it sounds like you're a bitch. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically, the moral of that story is I'm the asshole of our friends. He's the one that takes it. <laughs> you know, it's a moral. One of my stories, a joke actually turns into a full on relationship. This broad tells me that it's like, oh, she's been hitting on me, you know, and I don't know. I want to go kick it, but what do you guys think? Then the and then homegirls over there telling us like, you know, just hang out to like trust the vibe, you know. If you feel like it's right, it's right. I'm like, no, 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 you're telling me the wrong thing. It's like, all right, Bruce, what's your advice? Smell it one time. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? It's like smell it one time. If it smells right, we just go in to eat that carpet. Mm. Ne- next thing you know, bam, relationship. <laughs> <laughs> 
and hey, they've man. been happily married. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. She, was, she was going through a divorce that time. <laughs> That's why she ended up with the chick. Oh, and they were happily divorced. Oh, whoa. Dude, that, okay. All right. That was the why we I didn't know we were talking about just chicks there. Yeah, no, I didn't know that. DJ's either, all like, hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, Say that hey. again, dog. Yeah. When are like they that. gonna be on the podcast? Uh bro, it was my it was during the time I was chilling on base. I just had a whole adventure the whole time there, bro. All right, all right. Here's, here's the story. Uh so while we're talking about lesbians, my my sister Ryan is a lesbian. Uh, fantastic name, like person. Ryan? Yeah. yeah you never <laughs> think, dude. She has, a, she has like the same haircut I do, like buzz on the sides, pulled back. You could do like a man bun or whatever. But long story short, we were hanging out in, in Michigan. We're like my dad's side of the family is from Detroit, right? And this is the first time that I was of age, like able to go to the bars and kick it with her. She's like, we're going out. Okay. Are you ready? We're going out. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm ready. Hang out with my big sister. Hell yeah. Right? And we go to this bar. And this fucking dude, I don't, I'm not saying it's because he was Muslim or whatever, but he's clearly like a Muslim dude. And he was like, just not having it with her look and everything. And like mad dogging her talking shit. And I could hear him talking shit. And it was to the point where like, she could tell I wasn't having it. She's like, let's go, let's get out of here. Let's do something fun, man. Don't worry about that. I don't care. I don't give a shit. You don't think I've ever had fucking people of every race fucking be mad at me for who I am. And I was like, well, what do you want to do? She's like, let's go to the titty bar. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, yeah. Titty so I'm at the titty bar with my sister. We're hanging out. We're having a good time. We're throwing cash, whatever. And then finally, I was. she's like, dude, do you think that stripper's hot? I think she likes me. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> fuck, yeah, go for it. And I fucking chatted up like the stripper, got some info. And then I, I sent my sister over and she got the digits, dude. So like my first yeah. night out, my first night out with my big sister, she gets a stripper's number. I've never been more proud to be a Riojas. It was just like, oh, just yes, this is <laughs> so. So, yes. Shout out to all the strong lesbian women out there. <laughs> so, so you're telling me there's good looking strippers out of Michigan. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they stay, but yeah, there's some oh, okay, for sure. Yeah, it's cold. You got to go to a warm place, right? So that's just where they start off, bro. And they head out to like LA or yeah, usually they come out this way, right? Like Vegas, LA. Vegas. And next thing you know, I'm waiting by the Amtrak station. Oh, you oh girl, you're running away. I can make you a star. Well, <laughs> yeah, but think about this. Think about this. Okay, so like you have the cost of living here, right? And then you have the cost of living in Michigan, right? People tip the same to a stripper no matter what state you live in, right? And no matter what stripper strip club you go into, they're handing you $2 bills, right? So, like, if you're a stripper in Michigan and you get paid the same that a stripper in California does for a night's work, you're balling like a motherfucker, dude. Yeah. You're driving a Tesla, living in a five-bedroom house, working the pole, and getting respect for doing it because you're living like a goddamn rap star. Okay, like that same stripper out here living in California is barely making ends meet. So you yeah, got to think true. Yep. Cost of living might change, but strippers make the same money everywhere you go. Damn, you're like an economic Damn. genius, bro. Yeah, next thing you know, they evolutionized <laughs> OnlyFans and shit. <laughs> and that next thing you know, I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Actually, I was talking about the whole OnlyFans movement with my coworker the other, uh, the other day, dude. And it's like, I guess uh, homeboy, he had like a side job and shit. And he went to this house. He fucking got Wait, the work done. Right? And I guess the chick was like semi-hot. I don't know how fucking hot she was. But I guess when he finished, 
the the Javi shit. He 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 was uh, speaking to to her man, you know, like the man of the house, just fucking, you know, making sure he got paid and all that shit. Letting him know what happened. And dude, just fucking, he starts like, you know, I guess being weird in a way. But he was just like, hey, so what do you think about my wife or his girlfriend, whatever the fuck she was? Uh, <laughs> and, well, I mean, sounds like a great relationship. Yeah, right. I, I mean, I don't know what my my homie said, but. At the end, he was like, well, yeah, my girl has the OnlyFans. Like, you should probably subscribe. And he, like, <laughs> g- gave him a business card and shit damn. to, like, follow her and all that oh, shit. And dude. I was like, damn. No, no like, I guess, that, that's good management right there. Love like, and good support. Yeah. Love and yeah. support right there. That was playing well, I mean, it right, man. That I mean, dude's a photographer, right? Yeah, definitely a photographer. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's going to be, like, a used car salesman that, like, pats the tires. He's like... He's like that right there. <laughs> see that? That's you, you can see all that for four ninety nine a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can fit so many subscriptions in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe for six months. It's a deal. Yeah, right. <laughs> a little tire kicking. <laughs> you good, Lou? Yeah, this is just funny, dog. He closed the door on himself and smoked a blunt to his head while we're all four people out here sharing. He's right. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I can't breathe. It's okay. Just for that, you can't smoke this one. Damn, sorry. Oh, ouch. Yeah, so, so you guys are excited for your new venue? Oh yeah, yeah. So we got a new venue to everybody out there, anybody local, Oceanside, North County, San Diego. Uh, Everloving Comedy has a new venue, and it's starting May second. It's going to be a weekly show every Sunday, one hour show, bangers just coming through. I'm going to be hosting it. Um, basically, we're talking, you know, high quality comedy. Come in, have some awesome wine, have a great time in one hour. It's not a huge commitment of your time, but it could be the highlight of your night. So Coomber Craft Wines. It's going to be a 730 to 830 show starting May 2nd. It's going to be every Sunday. Come through for that. It's going to be a ton of fun. I guarantee you great comedy. And uh, if you don't like it, well, then that's a shitty guarantee. I really don't have any way to back it. But you should come through. You should really come through. It's, it's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So you say you're going to be hosting there also uh, every first Sunday of the month? Uh, just every Sunday. Every Sunday. Every Sunday. Oh, it's a gosh. weekly. And that's that's where the pressure as a booker comes in. Is like, you know, they want us to play it tight for the first eight weeks because they have more of a white collar crowd. You know, it's a wine place, craft wine, not craft beer, right? You're not rolling up in your tundra unless it's a tundra TRD pro, you know what I mean? Like and so like so it's a white collar crowd. So they just said, you know, I want you to play it tight. The the uh, venue can fit about a hundred people. I don't know how many they're gonna allow in, depending on how oh, things sure. go. That's a pretty big spot. Nice. You know, like everybody get your vaccinations, do the damn thing, don't be scared, fucking do it. But bottom line, fucking it's good right next to it's a big old galley kind of like an alleyway kind of thing but like tall uplifted open air partially open air but it's got some nice brick walls the building's actually been there like since the early 1900s um pretty sick um but long story short uh they want us to play it tight and that's the pressure of booking is like i know a shit ton of funny people but how many of those shit ton of funny people could actually have is the same amount of time that they have on stage clean you know yeah that's like even me i'm like kind of cutesy like i play it like it's raunchy but it's not swear words it's not dick jokes entirely you know like they're definitely (laughs) dick jokes there's moments you know yeah you just gotta know what you know you gotta do uh you know you just gotta make sure yeah and so i know how to read the vibe really yeah 
But no, Corey's making a good point that like some venues it's hard as a comedian because you gotta you, you can't even do a real set there until you do a clean set. True, true. So yeah. they do, and I bet you that like narrows it way down to like, all right, how many comedians could I yeah, actually you, you come gotta through? be good to not drop f bombs and say dick jokes for you know. It's like trying to rap without cussing. You know. You want me? You want me to drop the set uh, it's right like, now? Like, uh, it's like currently I'm still booking and doing stuff, but I'll let you know. Mark Christopher Lawrence, very funny comedian. Uh, you've probably seen him if you've seen any good comedy show in san diego or la you've probably heard of mark christopher lawrence any of the but anyways long story short he's gonna be coming through and very funny um raymond montoya also said he's gonna come through and he did uh obc twice now because we like him and that's one thing about booking is it's funny being in the driver's seat like people got to go through me to get in the door and like guess what if you piss off DJ for any reason, it's going to be a different conversation trying to get through the door. You know, you got to be in and that's underground shows to like everybody. There's people that other people won't work with, you know, like, you yeah. know, there's some people online and they just don't know how to talk in a way that's like everybody's getting along. Dude, good catch. That was almost a good catch. Almost. <laughs> I knocked it out. Of, quit, I, quit throwing shit at me, man. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Dude, underground shows, man. It's like like this technically like I don't know your your total viewership, right? But like still technically not like boom, money making crazy show, right? Yeah, no, definitely yeah. we we consider ourselves underground just like even with some of the uh, shows that we've hosted before like at, at public events, uh definitely still underground and we'll remain that way until I guess we go major and start making fucking a couple of good good bucks. And then that's where the Filipino assistant comes. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're working towards it because he really wants that Filipino assistant. Yeah? Don't ask why. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I won't ask you. I won't ask you. I got to get some inside information from your home. Who's HR? I'm already worried. They don't know the answer. Either. They don't have enough employees to need HR. You got to remember the rules. Louis we HR are HR, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Two fistfuls, dog. <laughs> Fuck, man. But hey, what do you guys say? We go take a break and then we'll be back with the second part of this shit. All right. Yeah. Sounds good, dude. Hell yeah. All right, guys. Don't tune out. Kick it. We'll be back. Kicking it. Yeah. Kick it. Podcast. Let's put some comedy in this break, man. Cool. Yeah. How we doing that? Yeah. Do you guys have any comedy sets up on YouTube? Like, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Let's play it. Yeah, well, we're gonna queue it up. What are we gonna do? Are yeah, you I'll, 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 yeah, I'll just oh, play it. Yeah. I can play it through here. Just, yeah. just look up your name. Go in there. Go in there. Thank you guys. Really appreciate you guys watching, tuning in. Where we guys are from? iTunes, Twitch, YouTube, Spotify, Anchor. I don't, I don't even know at this point, dude. Apple, I think iHeartRadio. Fuck. Thank you, for real. Like and subscribe and, my shit. And, and, and keep thanks for the guests for coming through. It's, oh, dude, it's, it's been so a blast. Us, yeah, dude. I, I can't on. wait. I can't wait to go watch your fucking next two shows. I'm stoked. Hell yeah, man.
They don't mean fisting. <laughs> and, um, so I mean, we've been doing that for a while. Um, I'll tell you this much. Uh, I don't like cats anymore, uh, thanks to my wife. Personally, I think that every time you pet a cat, uh, there's less water in war torn parts of Africa. That's uh, what I think, man. <laughs> and uh, the thing that I dislike the most about cats is every time I try to go to bed, one of these little fuckers will jump up on my stomach, put his ass in my face, and start making biscuits on my stomach. It's like the worst 69 I never wanted <laughs> So I'm going to leave you with this one. Um, I do love being married. I would, I would recommend it for um, anybody who likes to gamble. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, one thing I miss about being single is the weird stories that you get to tell. Um, like, for instance, one time, I got a hand job from a girl with only one room. What was that? Uh, it was awesome. Okay. She wasn't texting anyone. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't trying to put a finger up my ass. <laughs> it was just two people making lemons out of lemonade. <laughs> but I think the only thing better than getting a hand job from a girl with only one arm be getting a handjob from a girl with only one arm and only one leg <laughs> while you're both standing up. You know, I'd be like Jenga, except she's pulling out the same stick the whole time. <laughs> all right, my name's Corey Ross. That's all the time I got tonight. Thank you so much. So we are back. Yes, we are. Sure, back here. <laughs> yeah, all that movement is just the microphone moving around. <laughs> Ain't that the truth, Corey? Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We are out here with DJ and Corey. We're out here just having a good time, man. Uh, yeah, we just come back from our break. Uh, yeah, there was no sound, uh, Michael. There was a. Uh, I had it on mute. No, I was responding to. Wait, what was on mute? Like the whole entire yeah, break video? No, I just had the camera, <laughs> and then uh, oh. I didn't have the microphones on. Gotcha. Uh, that sandwich looks pretty much. Yeah, dude. What you got there, bro? Oh, I got a full metal burger, dog. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That shit looks good, bro. It's a double. It's one of the regular ones. Really, it's like nine bucks, right? Yeah, about about there. Mm-hmm. Dude, put that shit up to the camera. Wait, what? What is that? Is that the South yeah, of Heaven right there? Where do you find that at, man? Just, just gratuitous burger. Uh, I'm not advertising. I'm just asking. Seriously, I'm, Dude, asking. <laughs> I'm asking for a friend. Dude, not, and it's good enough to where you got that hours ago, and you're still about Yo, to break make it. bread, dog. <laughs> Feel the pressure. You want some of this? No, no. I could have got a knife, you know. Oh, dude, don't pull a knife on me, man. It's I, all good. I meant, I just a plastic burgers knife. Will do that. Yeah, dude, you yeah, can't do those. Yeah, those burgers are fucking bomb, bro. Those are a fucking black plate oh, brewery right outside <laughs> black plate brewery. It's that full metal burgers, bro. Just check it out. It's just bomb. Look at Bruce. He's enjoying the fuck out of that burger. 
I don't want to look at him. What what kind We're of burger is that? Bruce. <laughs> it's got pickles. <laughs> I'll tell you that there's more pickle in that than than I have seen. Hey, I've seen. That's the white guy telling me that. Huh? <laughs> I've seen a lot of pickles. Yeah, I don't know if you want that much pickle. Yeah, uh, I think he does. <laughs> yeah, some double patty. You said. Victor, you got your hand up like you're. It's like a your double patty. Right, I, I can't dog. watch this, man. Why, why can't you watch that, man? You're, you're I don't know. Diet? You're like a side I know. I, I, right I, now, no, it's not, probably because yeah. I'm not having my own burger, you know? Like, uh, all right, dude. Hey, there's you chicken know. right here, dog. No, that's all right. That's all right. All right I can do this. I'll be strong. Yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ. This is They're down with the chicken. Damn you, Bruce. He didn't fucking full metal burgers over here. Oh, hell yeah. Every day. Wait, every day, right, Lily? Oh, wait, every this day. is a this is an ASMR recording now. Right. <laughs> now we're doing the No the ASMR, eating. that's like when you like whisper and shit, right? No, nah, it's just like random sounds and whispering and oh okay. If it is, somebody'll pick it up and they'll make it one that's just strictly edited for that purpose, and it'll be only his mic, and it'll be a cut of only the eating part. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It'll live forever. Those bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Bruce is an, a- Bruce is an ASMR district. <laughs> that was the napkins going across the space right there. <laughs> oh, bro, this shit juicy as fuck, dog. <laughs> Should I put mayo on that bitch? Should I put some ranch and ketchup? Add all the bacon, lettuce. What? I don't got no tomato, though. I don't, huh? Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's like the best thing that's ever happened on this show, probably. <laughs> it's the full breakdown. <laughs> While none of us get even the fucking <laughs> you know what the you know what the sad part about this is? I got two ticket vouchers in my pocket right now. To get two more of these bitches. Wait, where can we redeem those? <laughs> yeah, are they open right now? <laughs> I mean, Shit, I'll, I, don't I'm even open, know what... I mean, I'm open to ideas how you can nah. get them from me. Well, I guess, <laughs> isn't it just like a guy who has like a food truck or a catering business and he makes the bombs burgers? Like, mm-hmm. and so like he could theoretically pop up anywhere. Like here, theoretically speaking. Yeah. Well, I mean, his yeah. burgers here, so yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. He's kind of here in spirit. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. God bless his heart. <laughs> and his burgers, right? Just going around this world making good burgers for everybody, though. To, except for here. Mm. <laughs> yeah, the only one that gets the fucking burger is Bruce, man. If we were like a religion right now, you would be like the one who is praised. You know? <laughs> oh, fuck. Mm. All right, man. What's so, next? So it's Saturday, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <ass> at, bro. <laughs> It's gonna be a great show, yeah, definitely. We got a we got an awesome lineup of comics. We got uh, Morgan J is headlining this Saturday at Oceanside Brewing Company, and I'm really proud to just like share the stage with somebody who's that hysterically funny. He genuinely just has a presence, a stage presence. I'm so happy to work with him again. I got the chance to work with him for the first time at the Privateer, which is a fantastic show run by Heather Marie at um, in Oceanside. Um, 
and it was a weekly as well um you know booked with great comics consistently and um so that's where i met him and it just you know couldn't wait to book him again you know just one of those things where like in your what is that your mother <laughs> <laughs> we ain't playing we ain't playing for yeah. here dog yeah. no you got long legs Bruce. it's like actually like he's across the table he's just that's not his leg oh damn yeah i'll tell you that was a moment right there a bromance. <laughs> yeah, bromance incredible. Look me in the eye while I'm eating this burger. And you touch <laughs> hey, dude, that'd be the next level. Tell yeah. me how it tastes. Yeah. If we do that, you'd be somebody where if you got shot, I know I could carry you at least like a half mile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like we're connected. I'm not putting you down. Those cinematic moments and shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like the, 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 the scene where people where a person gets injured and then before they pass out, they just get saved by the most randomest person that oh, comes up God. in their life. That would be you. <laughs> right? No, I saw him eat that burger, man. He deserves to live. You guys, you guys just went through a lifelong bromance right now. In the yeah. span of like two minutes. <laughs> right. Over a burger. Yeah. How much more bro does it get? Dude, not yeah. just any burger, but a full metal burger. It's like none of us. Yeah, none of right. the rest of us were even here. I'm hearing it. Like... <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, what a, yeah. what a great night! Dude. I need some, I need some background music from Louis to just like come through, like with the strings or whatever. Like, <laughs> well, you're just over here. Oh, wait, we don't have sound effects, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah. What are we that's, listening that's to? Uh, that's that's Bruce. Yeah, we can't play any uh like any trademarked music because right, right. yeah, we then we get shut down. Right, right. <laughs> what I keep noticing is like you, you're defending against the burger crisis. Yeah, I still do. Like, I mean, I, I'm tolerating it now, but it's it's still kind of rough. Fucking out of all of us, it's tolerating it's in my stomach. I can tell you that. It's getting less now. Yeah, the Bruce is the only one that got the full metal burger. I brought chicken. Oh, thank you. I do appreciate that. He did bring chicken. No, there's there's nothing to do in in a room in a room where somebody's eating and nobody else is. <laughs> Look at the person who's eating. Honestly. I'm oh the asshole God. here. <laughs> no, it's you. When people like on the internet are talking big game and they're like living my best life, you know, like this is this is really it. Like, you know? And it's a lot of pressure. I know. Yeah, it really is. You got a good point there. Like, I've thought of it like that. But I am an asshole though. Yeah, dude. This is a screenshot worthy for a meme. <laughs> Damn. Well, yeah. hopefully Corey Bergman hooks us up with that meme because that can't wait. <laughs> we got one meme getting hooked up, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was trying to be photogenic. Yeah, no, I think Louis was taking pictures over there in the back, but <laughs> mm. yeah. no, this is a this is definitely worthy. Yeah, no, it's been a good night. Toothpick, man. What? What? Nah, bro. There's your tomato, dude. There's the tomato, bro. Shit. You did have tomato. Oh, there is tomato, man. See, See we were feeling for you for a minute. Here. You're getting your vegetables, man. It was in there, bro. (laughs) (laughs) It's healthier now. It's just turned into like... How long has it been now that we've been talking about it? It'll be be until it's gone, man. We've got to power through this. Yeah, dude, you're going to have to power through this thing. Uh, Don't worry about me. Hold down the conversation. It's three people. We're going to aim for the same burn as if you were in a pepper eating contest. Right? Like, you're like on to... What is it? The Reaper, the California Reaper, whatever. 
Carolina Reaper. Carolina yeah, Reaper. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. I don't know about that one. Uh, there's a documentary. <laughs> I don't remember if it was on like what streaming service it was on, but it's basically um, about a bunch of competitions, right? And it's the series, and one of them is about a uh, pepper eating contest, and uh, just amazing watching these people just punish themselves with peppers. That was ridiculous. It was like they're just so either have a high tolerance for it or just like want to defeat it. You know, they're just like crying and their faces all beat red. It was fantastic. That's Amazing. that's good. Yeah, like, I, th- I think I watched it, dude. And yeah, it's it's a tolerance, dude. It's it's like anything. Like even when you do like alcohol drinking, like you just build up that palate and that tolerance to fucking take up all that heat. Cause and them shits are spicy as hell. And then I watched this guy just fucking eat them back to back like nothing. I was like, fuck, hell no. Well, just on a flavor, like there's no motivation if you're just taking straight fire. Mm-hmm. Like you're just taking that out of the equation now, and it's just the other thing. Like you're like, I'm gonna get this pepper. Like what? Why? Like you're hunting it down. Like it's a wild animal. That's <laughs> right, like, Biting into it. Like much hey. respect to those people. That shit's much tough. respect to peppers for evolving to have yeah. some weird oh, yeah. spice or things don't want to eat them. That's like they're no, like way of defending themselves and shit. Yeah. Word. Word. Imagine they take the most gnarliest shits afterwards. Oh, <laughs> dude, yeah. asshole burning. <laughs> yeah, like, is there a rule that you can't yak for a certain amount of time, or is it just like you got to beat everybody? Like, yeah, I no, I think there is, right? I think you like can't puke for like. Yeah, I think yeah, you, I think you got to hold it, bro. Like you gotta, you, you gotta, you gotta hold be it, good, bro. man. <laughs> you gotta hold that. Shit. Hold it. Man, once it's over, blah, just spit that shit out. All right. Uh, rugged honestly just thinking about having that hot of peppers you know like but also having just a pepper garden is cool True. yeah pepper garden is knowledge, but a pepper gardens are cool right yeah you could have some serranos some stuff that's practical yeah yeah yeah, yeah man i don't know so, some of those i can't handle that much spice bro it's crazy i'm not a spicy person man huh all right are you like jalapenos I yeah they're all right yeah serranos just the basics like you said but I don't like super spicy, like you know, I'm gonna be hurting yeah. type of spice. Like that's yeah. that's just crazy, man. Yeah, it's the the Chinese peppers that you'll get or whatever. And uh, like sometimes you sit sit down restaurants, you get like a pile of like glazed chicken or whatever. And there's the red, like I don't know, like bean pod looking ones or whatever. And those ones will get you. They'll just get you right up in the nostrils. So it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> I'm sad I'm gonna drink more beer before I finish this. You did, you, did you get any peppers? <laughs> did you get any peppers in that burger? You're fucking monster! <laughs> get that shit uh, out of my sight, bro. I was at the hamburger actually. I was gonna go with that one, but bro, I was like, I'm good. I'll take regular one, double that shit up. <laughs> hey, it's my it's the commercial running dog. I gotta have it as much as I can, bro. You you enjoying the side of it? That's me doing my job. Good. Uh, <laughs> I love right. how you repack. I just love how you repackaged it so nobody can tell. I've ate it and shit. That it was happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad someone noticed it. <laughs> Burger time. You guys remember that? You remember that game? Burger time. Was video like, game? It was yeah. an arcade game, yeah, like an old style yeah, game. Yeah, I think so. I think so. It was super early on. It's uh, worth checking out just because it's kind of a trip. It's you know just how analog things used to be, 
um like with i mean think about it like street fighter and tekken you know like it used to be like joysticks and like four buttons or six buttons or something like that and uh and now video games are like straight vr and you're just like walking around immersed in this thing when it used to just be like i'm a tiger guy punches people in the face <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah we used to take such like the simplest thing and be like i'm i'm down with this game <laughs> and now it's like it takes so much like you look at uh like old uh i mean what what was your first console like what was your first console in the family when you were growing up uh a uh, sega genesis i think the little black one yeah put cassettes on top heck yeah yeah definitely yeah and, and yeah we, we used to run i think it was uh some some type of fucking madden game uh sonic and street fighter and they were uh, good, good ass times too. sega sega was fucking badass yeah yeah there was a a jurassic park game for the sega awesome. yeah i think so yeah, there was a toy story cool. one uh, i think a lion king one uh, yeah, yeah, Dude, Mortal ones. Kombat, come on, guys. Yes, Mortal Ooh, Kombat Mortal was Kombat a dope one. Yeah, you got Sonic. Yeah, you got classics. Mortal Kombat three. Anybody? Yeah. <laughs> they just kept yeah. going, bro. Yeah, no, no I remember the I blood code. Nintendo, You'd have to bro. unlock the blood code. So I straight out Nintendo, Nintendo or whatever. I started in the beginning. Yeah, same. You remember Doctor Nintendos? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Before he used to be like Mario's antagonist, and he yeah. had his own video game and shit. Mm-hmm. That shit was that shit was funny. Do you remember Paper Mario deck? You ever play that one? Which Paper one? Mario? Paper Mario? Paper on the Mario. 64? That's like lore. <laughs> You're like talking like old lore. Like no, I think, I think Paper Mario is for uh, the GameCube. I don't know if it's for the 64. It was originally Nintendo 64. There was that's a game sick. for 64, yeah, I think. Yeah. Paper Mario in 64? Yeah. Like, what? Do you remember N64 even had that thing where you like had to buy something and like upgrade like the graphics card or whatever? Yeah. yeah. You yeah, could yeah. do that. And then it, yeah, I got you. It's like, oh, you want to play Resident <laughs> yeah, Evil 2 yeah. on N64? <laughs> I remember Walmart used to have them in them cases, bro. <laughs> like right there selling any shit. Bro, that shit used to be popping. Mm. Dude, another game that did some shit like that was Perfect Dark. Like, you needed, like, a certain cartridge to get, like, the full game. Yeah. That shit sucked, bro. Never got to play the full game. Yeah, NFL Blitz 2000. <laughs> NFL Blitz. Yeah. yeah. That one was sick. Yeah, that's a good one. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I was just tackling in waves. Just, like, tapping. <laughs> just tackling. Smashing buttons. Picking the, the Hail Mary every time. <laughs> yeah. See which one's the fastest. <laughs> yeah. And everybody loves to play that game, but everybody knows where they stood with that game with their friends. You know what I mean? It's like, th- this is the person that I can't play because they're too good and it's no fun. You yeah. know, like this, like this, somebody is just like, doosh, 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 and you're just, dude, N64 games, you could hack them like pretty much. Like you could get like so good at them. I, I guess it's still that way. There's people who speed run like what Bloodborne and or like whatever it's called. I haven't played it, bro. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fuck that shit. I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know what it is. <laughs> true. You, you will not. You will not tell me a lie. <laughs> facts, facts, man. Dude, so, hey, so tell us a little bit more about the fucking show. Who, who's coming on on Saturday? Yeah. Saturday, we got uh, Louis Santani coming through. Let me grab my, my list because it's actually had to change quite a bit. <laughs> working man working everybody wants time there's some great people out right now that like really want to work and if you're booking and you have a show or if you're running a business and you're thinking about starting a show you it's a great time to do that there is a way to do it safe and practically 
you know, there's a way to do it in a manner that is workable for this time. So if you know if you're mm-hmm. thinking about running a show, do it. There's a lot of great comics. Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still, you, I'm still sir. stoked for you guys. You guys have it uh, Saturday the 24th, and then uh, Sunday the second, right? Yeah, we got Justin Foster nice. coming through, who came through previously, um, and he's an LA comic. Uh, very funny. He actually was one of the people. Sometimes you have, you get fortunate because somebody just pops in, or somebody like you know rolls through with a homie, and he was there um, just by chance, you know, and uh, and ended up uh, really like taking taking a vibe and like making a vibe in a show and it was cool it was cool to see you know because it's like there are people who can kind of do that on stage and i think that you know no matter what somebody's material is no matter what they like talk about everybody also has like a presence when they're on stage and that's one really fun thing about meeting new comics is like seeing how they work the stage and how they like present mm-hmm. and and do their thing yeah it's pretty yeah. dope yeah, so he's coming through, Justin Foster. Look out for him. We got Neil Singh, um, very funny local guy. Um, and that's the thing about local local comedy is there's talent out here that is fantastic, and a lot of people just don't have access to it because mm-hmm. it kind of needs to grow like a little bit more, like a little bit more exposure for a lot of different places, and we could probably actually draw a lot of comedy. There, there were, a lot of people talk about comics moving out. There were several comics from San Diego that moved, you know, away, you know, when you notice it, if you know who they are and whatnot, and you're like, ah, you know, sometimes when people move away, you're like, ah, we are not better as a community now that they're gone, you know, or like, yeah. don't move. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> please, I want someone to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> and so like you know it's been weird with covid and everything it's i'm glad we're you know getting in such a better place with everything and you know like just jesus man it's been a year yeah yeah Yeah, that's fucking gnarly how much shit just happens in a year dog too much man too much fucking (laughs) happened in one year and I'm, I'm, like I said, man, I'm, I'm stoked that you guys are able to get back on it, get back on your feet, and fucking, I'm excited for your shows, dude. Yeah. I, I know yeah. that all these motherfuckers are gonna kill it, and before you know it, you're gonna have five more shows. So, hell yeah. Well, thank you, dude. Definitely. I'm, that's all I'm trying to do. I'm trying to make a space for comedy up here because it's something that I had to do out of necessity, you know, just because I had started a family and I couldn't just justify going down there two three nights a week to actually like get better and just like cut your teeth and go to the mics you know i did that for about three years before i got booked you know for the first time because i was out there like i didn't feel confident enough to do it you know and i went out there i've done my thing i kind of know who i am as a comic and like what my take on everything is and how i want to do it but i'm getting so much more knowledge and like understanding about life and people through booking and meeting people and trying to like say you're somebody who's serious about this and you want to be on stage and you know you put the time in and you know what you're doing when you get up there you know Mm -hmm. and so there's something about that where i want everyone who comes through the door presented on a show that I want to put forth that oftentimes I will host because I kind of want to ensure that like to everybody, like I'm invested in this too. You know, like I want them to know that like, I care about what we're putting on right now. You know, let's do this. And I always try to go around and talk to people and psych them up 
And what I was getting at was I want everybody who comes through the door to one of my shows to know that like I put a lot of time into this. I only involve people that are trustworthy and honorable. And we're in a space that tries to create a vibe. And it's supposed to be a night where everyone can let their hair down. And we're going to do it in a way that works for this time. And it's it's usually a beautiful thing, you know, yep. minus a few drunk people who say a little too much. And I always try to bring people on stage who can handle that. And so far, it's always worked out. And it ends up being even more funny because it's just a drunk person who's usually easy to make fun of if you're confident. <laughs> you know, like, mm -hmm. I'm sure you guys can handle a drunk person. Sometimes. Well, yeah, <laughs> depending on how drunk they are, man, because sometimes it does escalate. Yeah, well, yeah, they're handling me, so pretty good. <laughs> you should work. handle us tonight. Yeah. Well, my, my suggestion is that you guys should uh, definitely have a, a piñata at your show. What kind of piñata? Oh. Yes. I, I don't know, dude. Just I think that would be kind of cool. Like, it doesn't matter if you break it or not, but just like having a piñata. Hey, like, a, if you bring one, then we'll we'll, we'll let you in, and then you, <laughs> you, you could be the teal on the roof that holds the fucking rope. Like a big, we gotta, we gotta get like a COVID pinata, like the ones I've seen in the Facebook memes. And then we've seen it, it has like it's like one of the Mexican fucking pinatas, right. and they have like a fucking if Chinese hat, the Fu Manchu right. on the COVID 19 cell. Like, I, was, I was just thinking, it's just crazy. I was just yeah. thinking a big ass pinata, like literally of ass that's big pinata, <laughs> <laughs> like a Trojan horse, but the ass? soldiers are candy. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm saying butt cheeks. <laughs> yeah, like, like a peach. <laughs> well, well, how about this? Though? The horse could have butt cheeks on the piñata. <laughs> there you go. You see, and I'm wrong. We bring you to reality, and, you, and everyone agrees with you. That's That's cool. That's, isn't that suspect, how we started right? this podcast? <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, if you get it to mermaids, is that considered borderline, borderline bestiality? You know. Is it what Hermes? Depends, what part, depends what part you depends what part you I don't fought. know, but horses for sure. Well, horses, definitely. <laughs> centaurs. What about centaurs? Minotaurs? Now it's Whoa. weird. Now it's weird. <laughs> now it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well what what what's considered bestiality and what's like you know human? Dude, any anything that's an animal, right? <laughs> anything that's a yeah. beast. A boost, and even maybe then some people. Well, no, but I mean, we're like, like, <laughs> but I mean, we're like half creatures, like, you know, hypothetically saying, like with the minotaurs and centaurs and mermaids and shit. Oh, would that be considered bestiality or would that be like. It depends what state you're in. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Where's the labyrinth yeah. with the. No, I mean, like, that's is different in Texas or like Alabama or county. California. County by county. <laughs> In some countries, I don't it know, is dude. Legal, it's, it's a tough. One. I don't know, man. It's tough. Would it just depend on what part of the fucking no, half say... human, half animal you fuck? Yeah. What, what side did you touch? You, you just don't say that. You just say <laughs> you yeah, fucking yeah. mermaid. On, or... on the doll, <laughs> yeah. on the doll, show us where he touched you. <laughs> yeah. Right. And on what part of this animal did you ride? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, shoulders are okay. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> Oh shit, man! See, this is exactly what you guys are gonna find at these shows. So check them out; they're gonna be epic. Dog, I hope it's funnier than this shit, dog. <laughs> Ooh, damn, the test. Yeah, hey, no. man, no, no. I mean, I didn't mean to. He meant in a good way; like he's already having a good what time. What I'm saying is, that these are gonna be dope ass comedians, dog. Yeah, so it's gonna be funny as hell. No, nah, it's 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 gonna be way better than this. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring the big ass piñata then. I don't think if I can find it. Where can I find a big ass piñata? Probably in Vista. TJ? 
Oh, wait, no, there's that spot by 99 cent store, dude, in front of the high school. No, literally a butt cheeks pinata. Oh, that's a custom. Yeah, that's a custom. Yeah, custom TJ job then. I got a TM. DJ is very pro pro cross border business, which is is super good, super good for the economy. Right, it is. Yeah, what are we talking about? Yeah, yes. Twenty twenty four is what we're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, and with that said, guys, I think we're about to wrap it up and head out. What do you think, Louis? Yeah, nah, I'm cool with it. But hey, for before sure. we go, uh, when Pop says thank you for the burger because he got himself a South Heaven burger yeah, earlier, right. dog. He says, uh, "What's up to all you guys too?" So, yeah. yeah. But with that said, yeah, we're we're at the end of this episode. Make sure you guys go on Saturday to Oceanside Brewing Company and check out the show. It's gonna be dope. But yeah. you gotta you gotta go buy your tickets on Eventbrite. Yeah, it's gonna be a good good time. Come on through and thanks for having us, guys. It's yeah, been, man, it's been thank dope you. Talking, thanks, kicking it, you know, having the Kick It podcast. Yeah, right. man. Thank Thanks you guys for, for coming, coming through. Yeah. Brucey? What? I got... Wait, what? Oh. Oh, we're dipping? Damn. All right, bet. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in tonight and drinking up and talking with us. Like the usual, you catch us right here on Mondays and Wednesdays. Check out the Saturday night event right here at OBC. Yo, get them tickets. They do sell out. I was there before. I was lucky to get in. I still paid the price, and I still bought a beer. So, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> it's a good show, man. It's going to be fun. Come through. Keep an eye out for ever-loving comedy. We're out here. Yep. Facts. And Sweet, thank you for tuning in. Thank you, DJ. Thank you, Corey. Yeah. To the rest of the to the rest of the world right here in the podcast. Thank you for kicking it. Hey.